Hey guys, what is going on? Cameron here with the Lawn Care Life in Missouri. I have the uh, the old GMC one ton with the 22 foot car hauler trailer behind me. And I've got the Ventrac and the Tough Cut up on the trailer. So I just rolled out of my driveway heading down the gravel road. Gonna hit the pavement here in a second and uh, man, we're headed to town. Today, it's um, Sunday. Just got back from a three day trip up in Minnesota uh, with some content creators so had a whole lot of fun there but got to get back at it man it's like I've been gone I've, I've taken some vacations and uh, you know went down to Arkansas a couple of times went on this trip to Minnesota and I uh, really got to stay focused and I really got to knock out uh, some work so that's why I'm out here on a Sunday trying to get some things done um, had a guy call me on his property. I've taken care of this property twice uh, last year, once with the Toro 60 volt revolution mower and once with the Ventrac Tough Cut. So I've knocked out this property twice, uh, just kind of catching you up for maybe guys that haven't heard the whole story. But uh, last two times that I tackled it last year, every time there was like something sketchy, something a little weird that went on. So. Um, I was always hesitant to be in that area and go out there, but I, I went ahead and did the job. I took care of it for the guy, and I thought he might have sold it because he had some people break into it like three times over the winter, and uh, he ended up keeping it. So he still has it, and he still needs it cleaned up, and uh, it's it hasn't been taken care of so far this year. So I'm heading out there for the first time middle of August, you know, and it hasn't even been mowed this year. So the last time it's been mowed was last year. Uh, September is when I mowed it with the uh, Toro 60 volt revolution mower. You can check all that out on YouTube if you want to check out those two videos from last year. Really crazy overgrown uh, property on this uh, river and took care of it. It's like a getaway home for this guy. He lives in the city. I think he bought it sight unseen, or I know he bought it sight unseen, and um, I don't think he knew what he was getting himself into. And now he has the property, and we're going to try to uh, clean it up, make it look a little better. Um, kind of a backstory about I don't know three or four weeks ago, probably by now, uh, maybe two or three weeks ago. But anyways, he, he contacted me in July and said, "Hey, can you uh, can you take care of the property? It's ready to be mowed." I said, "Sure." Uh, I'll head out there and take care of it for you. And, and on the phone when I was talking to him, he sounded like he wanted to tell me something, but I really wasn't sure what it was. But just the tone in his voice, you could tell there was like something that he may have been leaving out or something he may have wanted to tell me. And then eventually, before I got off the phone, he told me, hey, I just wanted to let you know that uh, we were over there two weeks ago. We took you know, we took um, some time off to go over there and hang out for the weekend or whatever. And uh, he said, we left. And when we left, I've noticed since we've been gone, our utility bill has been really high. And he said, it could be that we just left something plugged in or left something open or turned on or whatever. But he said, I shut the, um, the utilities off, like the uh, heating and cooling unit. I shut that off and I turned all the lights off so he said unless we left like something turned on or the refrigerator door open or something 
He's like, I don't know what's going on, but the utility bill's high. He said, it may, he said, uh, it's possible there may be somebody in there. And I was like, are you serious? And so I told him, I said, well, I'll just swing by when I get some time uh, without my equipment, just drive by in the pickup and uh, just check it out and see if I can see anybody out there or see anything that's, you know, like the door's been broken or the windows are knocked out or something. So week went by and I finally had the time to go out there and check it out. And when I did, I noticed that the front window was all busted out and uh, glass was everywhere. Uh, there was actually blood on the on the blinds and like around the window seal. And so I'm like, uh, yeah, there's definitely somebody uh, living here. So I uh, ended up sending the guy a message and said, hey man, there's somebody in there. Obviously the windows busted out. I said, I guarantee you somebody's in there. So I said, I'm not going over there until you have time to go and check it out. And so he said, well, can you mow? Can you still mow? And I was like, nope, not going to mow until you're over there and you check it out and you make sure nobody's in there. So a few days go by and he finally sends me a message back and I call him and he said, hey, I, uh, I got a hold of the sheriff's department. They went over there and checked it out and there's like all kinds of stuff going on. So he said there was uh, a sign on the gate that read like, uh, watch out for the trip wires. She set trip wires on the steps on all the steps leading up to the door and at the door and so the note said hey watch out for the trip wires i'll be back on the back deck where the life where where the world doesn't suck as much or something like that it was like so far out there crazy but the sheriff told um the property owner about the sign he went back there to the deck and he saw a lot of her belongings out there on the deck there was like a table and some chairs and she just made herself at home. She had a notebook out there, her cell phone was out there, cigarettes, lighter, uh, all these papers and uh, like some clothes were out there. I don't remember exactly what, you know, what else was out there, but just all these different things were out there sitting on the, uh, you know, on the deck out back. And so the sheriff's looking around, the windows open to the, uh, on the very back of the property. So the, they had patio doors or had patio doors on the back going out to the deck, but they got busted out last year. And so they boarded up the patio deck and uh, the only entry into the back of the of the house is that window. So I guess what happened was um, the sheriff showed up that day and startled the woman. She was on the deck. She left her phone, everything out there on the deck. And she climbed through a small, very small window on the back of the house got into the got into the house and when the uh sheriff saw all the stuff on the deck they said there's got to be somebody inside you know they saw the window open so they started beating on the door told them to open up the door they never did of course so the sheriff had to call the property owner and get permission to kick in the door to see if anybody was in there so sheriff called the homeowner got permission to kick in the door so the sheriff uh, department kicked in the door. They go through the house looking for somebody. They end up finding a woman under the bed hiding. Ended up arresting her, taking her in. Uh, they they clipped the trip wires and they uh, brought them in for evidence. I'm sure they took the note that was on the gate and probably some belongings in the back. And on top of that, this lady had all of 
the homeowner's belongings, or some of them anyways, stacked up on that back deck, and obviously she was taking them to sell them. So uh, there was like a microwave, and I don't really remember what all else. I just do remember the microwave. So talked to the property owner. He said, yep, they uh, arrested the lady. And I was like, man, there's somebody else out there, obviously, if she left a note for them. So I'm still a little leery. Uh, I still don't feel comfortable going out there by myself. So I tell the property owner, I said, okay, that sounds good, you know, but, you know, 24, 48 hours, they'll probably hold her and then let her back out. So she's going to be right back out there looking for her stuff, um, looking for whoever else is out there. So I said, I'm not comfortable going over there and taking care of it. So I said, next time you come in town, uh, when you do come in town, you have it checked out and you see that nobody's out there, I'll come out there and I will uh, take care of it for you. So. Um, about a week goes by, he comes into town. I told him when he gets there, once he checks everything out, give me a call, and if, the, if everything looks good, I'll come out there. Well, he came into town, and he asked me if I could mow, and I said, I'm not going to be able to mow, give me a call. He never called me. So he was there two or three days cleaning up the property. Ended up being that um, in the oven, this lady left some chicken in there, which is super gross. This next part is really nasty. Uh, if you got a, if you got a stomach that can't handle it, it's like uh, when he walked in there, they smelt something awful first of all, and they started looking around. Uh, what could it be? Is it trash? Is it you know what is it? And so they opened up the oven, and there was a, I think he said chicken. There was chicken in there, and um, on top of that chicken and everywhere else in the oven was maggots and he said there were hundreds and they were all in there so they try to get the chicken out of there it's it's nasty they like spill some of the juice out and it's all over him he's trying to get it outside and just a mess he ends up turning the oven on uh, to 500 to like torch anything that's in there and kill all just kill it all out which is disgusting but that's what he ended up doing and he killed everything in there and left the oven running for no telling how long. And then um, I'll back up one. When he arrived that night, after they had already arrested the lady, and after uh, you know a week goes by and he shows up for the first time since they arrested that lady, when he gets there, it's like midnight. And he calls the sheriff's department, and the sheriff comes through there, and they walk through the house saying, you know, Sheriff Department, uh, put you, come out with your hands up, all this stuff. They check out the whole property. Nobody's in there, so he feels safe. Nobody's in there. And then they start looking around, trying to figure out where that smell was coming from. And on top of that, the sheriff said, man, I hate to tell you, but it smells like meth has been cooked in here. So uh, you really want to air this out, really want to clean it up real good. And so not only is the oven messed up, but it's it smells like it smells like meth in there, so I definitely wouldn't have went in the house. I wouldn't have aired it out or cleaned it up. I would have been probably done with it, hired somebody to come in and do a deep clean and probably just sold the thing, you know. But he's uh, keeping the property. He aired it out, and, uh, yeah, that's where we're at right now. Um, he never did contact me while he was there. He had his hands full trying to clean up the place again and board up the window, I'm sure, and so he just reached out to me. I didn't hear from him for another couple of weeks. He just reached out to me the other day and said, hey, I'll be in town on Sunday. 
if you can swing by and uh, take care of the lawn for me. I said, yeah, if you go over there and no activities going on, I'll come by while you're there and I'll mow it and knock it down for you. So that's what I'm doing right now, telling you all the backstory and everything else so you guys can get caught up on what's going on. So I'm heading over there today. It's 9.30. I should get there about 10 o'clock. I'm hoping to be out of there by noon. I do have my camera and my tripod, so I will get some video while I'm there. And uh, yeah, just go knock it out. There won't be much trimming to do, just kind of trimming around the house for the most part. But uh, man, I'm just like, I don't know. I'm, I don't really want to go out there. Well, honestly, I don't want to go out there at all. But I want to help this guy out. You know, he's been through so much. People have broken into his house. Um, they've stole a lot of his stuff. I don't even think I mentioned that. But whenever they did break in, every, anything and everything that was in the house, they stole and sold. And uh, then they like moved the furniture around and rearranged everything. And uh, this lady had a list, a notebook that had all these things that she was going to do to the house. I mean, she basically broke in and was living there and thought it was her own house. I mean, she took it like, this is my home now. And she sold everything in there. And she had a list of things she was going to do. Uh, not sure. I can't really remember what was on the list. But just a list of things that she was going to do like it was her own house. It's like she's entitled to this house for whatever reason but just a crazy story um, just want to share that with you guys to to say hey be careful when you're out there i know a lot of guys are they're doing this stuff they're going out and they're doing the the youtube videos to create content to get the views which is fine you know i mean if if you can get the views and and you do things in a way that's um you know, a, a, an honest and a authentic way, you know, go out there and take care of people. That's, that's awesome. But I uh, just want to encourage you guys, if you're thinking about mowing properties that are abandoned or overgrown or uh, don't look like anybody lives in there, just be super, super careful, super cautious. This is not the first time uh, something like this has happened. I've had other customers call me to uh, take care of their properties and uh, people that live way off and have like a rental home or not necessarily a rental home, just have another property here in our town. Um, I've had several people reach out to me and say, hey, can you, um, can you take care of my property? I show up, of course the owner's not around, they live in another state, and I get there and it's like, what am I getting myself into? You know, I've had the same similar situation go on multiple times so uh, you just got to be real cautious be real careful and know that when you're on that property man if people are doing uh, stuff illegally if they have anything in their system that they shouldn't have in their system that will alter their thinking or their behavior or uh, you know just any of that stuff it's very very dangerous it's not safe at all if somebody has something in their system that doesn't belong there and that can alter their thinking, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's very dangerous for you to get out on somebody's property like that um, and, and, and go out and just start mowing a lawn. So I know it's, there's more and more people doing it, but uh, I hope everybody's safe. I hope everybody uh, thinks about, you know, just, just thinks about what they're getting themselves into and, and just really thinks about things instead of thinking about the views and thinking about uh, creating a video and all that stuff. Put your safety 
at top priority, man. You don't want to get out there. You don't want to get injured. You don't want to get on a property where there's somebody uh, living on it that thinks it's their own and that has lived there for a while and uh, is like defending their property by like like this lady putting up trip wires and all this stuff. And, um, you know, it's very, very dangerous. These people that are on stuff, um, you don't know what their thinking is. And they may be thinking, nobody's taking over my property. I found this place. And a lot of times that's what happens. They find these places, they break in and get in there. And once they're in there, it's like they, they're in there to defend the property. It's like their own, you know, nobody's coming on my property. Nobody's getting in here with me. I found this place, not you. And so totally different mentality, man. And you got to really be, really be careful. So, uh, you know, I'm hoping I go over there today. Everything goes smooth. I'm, I'm hoping that it will. Uh, I think that it will. The guy actually texted me this morning. He said, I'm here. So far, nothing exciting has happened. And I texted him back and I said, that's great. That's good news. Um, I'll be heading your way. So we'll see, man. We'll see what happens. Um, but hopefully I can get it cleaned up, knocked out, looking good for him. But I hope you guys are doing well. Um, like I said, if you do any type of content like this, any type of videos like this put your safety first don't go out there and just get so excited about creating this content and trying to uh, create a story around all this without thinking about your safety you know is number one so i want you guys to get out there and take care of properties like this but be safe while you're doing it be safe because you got family you got friends um, you got customers that um, that rely on you so don't do something silly. Don't do something stupid. Um, really think about uh, what you're doing and what you're getting yourself into. I don't want you guys getting yourself into a situation where it turns dangerous or you have to use a, you know, pr you know, you have to protect yourself by using a weapon or force or whatever. So be super careful, guys. Turning over here, there's no traffic out today. I'm gonna roll my window down. So if you hear a little bit of road noise, I apologize for that, but it's getting super hot in this work truck and the AC is, yeah, I don't even think it works. But if it does work, it's super loud when it's blowing. So um, you can't even, you wouldn't, you wouldn't even be able to hear me if I cranked that thing on. You'd just hear a, a loud roar. You may hear the diesel engine now though. Now that I have the window down, I don't know, but Anyways, guys, um, had a great trip up in Minnesota. Uh, I'm very, very thankful to be back, though. I'm excited to create more content. I think when you hang around guys that are creating content, it really gets you motivated. It gets you inspired to uh, go out there and create more content. Just like when you go to the Equip Expo, you talk to people about their business. You talk to them about what's going on in their life and you talk to them about uh, their, their uh, platforms and, and how they create content and where they're at and how much growth they have and how many views they're getting. It's just really exciting, man. It gets you pumped up, gets you motivated. Uh, you know, when you go on these trips like this and talk to these guys that are doing some really, really big things, it's very, very inspiring. So I feel motivated. I feel inspired right now. I feel like getting out there and really focusing a lot more on the content side of things and maybe maybe trying to um, figure out a way that I can 
still make the money doing the lawn care business, but still uh, build the content side of things. So that's just kind of where I'm at. I'm not making a lot of money with it, so I can't invest more time into it uh, right now until I grow it and make it bigger and bigger where uh, there's more money coming in from the content side of things. And so I can, you know, you know, then spend more time on it. So that's where I'm at. I'm getting a little closer here. I'm going over the river, uh, getting a little closer to this area. So I'm going to get off here and watch the neighborhood and just kind of see what's going on. And as I move into this property, there's a long gravel road that I take into it and a lot of woods. So I'm just going to kind of keep my eye out and try to look in those woods, see if I can see a tent or see if I can see any activity in there uh, before I get there and just to be, you know, on the safe side. So I appreciate you guys listening. I'll let you guys know in the next podcast how this goes. If I was able to get in there and get out with no issues, if I was able to get in there and get it cleaned up, or if I just pulled up and said, you know what, I don't feel comfortable, I'm out of here. So I'll keep you guys updated, but just wanted to share that with you guys. That's what's going on here in the lawn care life in Missouri. That's what I'm up to. And uh, yeah, that's what this podcast is all about, man. Just sharing with you guys what's going on, what I'm up to, what I'm getting myself into. And uh, yeah, I'd like to hear the same from you guys. So Phil with the Think Green Podcast, Aaron Sutter, Mowing in the Dark, Tony Rudolph, where you at, brother? better get on there and make a podcast over on the Lawn Care Talk. And uh, Dan White over at Lawn Care Unscripted. I'll be listening to your podcast. So keep on cranking them out and uh, keep on sharing with the lawn care community on what's going on in your area. So uh, I'm already seeing a little, a few, uh, a few activity, you know, a little bit of activity out here. A few people walking around is what I was going to say. So all right, I gotta get off here. Figure out, figure out who's in this neighborhood. So, all right, guys, I'm Cameron with the Lawn Care Life of Missouri. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you in the next one. Have a good day, and as always, God provides. <laughs>